Welcome to this episode of the Two Weird Hungry Girls podcast. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Tracy. This is going to be a fun episode. I think so. Um, I am curious to know what you had for lunch today. Wow, that's a very good question, Phoebe. Did you eat lunch? Oh, I didn't eat lunch either. No, do you ever have one of those days? I honestly did not come in here prepared for that question, and I honestly think I did not have lunch. I know I didn't. Nope. Mm -hmm. No. I drank a lot of water today. Is that good? Like, I want to well, say that's really good. Well, kind of, but I, but I, but not the missing lunch part, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. What did I eat? Did you eat breakfast? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a start. Well, it's a start. And really, dinner. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. now that you're mentioning it, I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. Didn't think of it before. Do you ever notice that, like, the foods you eat, like, do you ever feel like, and maybe this happens the older you get, I don't know, but do you ever eat something and then feel, not just, like, bloated, but you feel like maybe achy? Mm, yes, I do. I don't know if it's a thing in my head. Like, I don't know if it's a, it's like, oh my gosh, I ate that cake. And then I had to get out of the chair. And I'm achy. And am your I, hips like, hurt. And like, you're... Did I like gain that much weight from eating the cake? <laughs> or is it the cake? I honestly, I know exactly what you're talking about. You do? Yeah, yeah. I Although, but it's just like you're saying. I usually think it's all in my head, yeah. you know. But no, really. Sometimes it it's be. almost like an immediate thing. Mm-hmm. It can't be the cake. Couldn't be the cake. Yeah. Because that would mean cake is bad. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're in, yeah, you don't want yeah. to do that. I but, understand. Uh, why do you have some ideas about this? I have something. I have someone very special for you. Yay. <laughs> no, really. Tracy, you know this took so long <gasps> to get him. I know. Like, in our space. I know. To talk. I've been dying for this like, moment. <laughs> really, it's been like weeks, maybe even months. I think you've been talking about it since the beginning of your Two Weird Hungry Girls I podcast. I probably was. I know. Well, he's I'm sure everybody is just on the edge of their seat right now. To know who's here? Yes. special guest? Uh-huh. I'm Are so you going to tell them? Yeah. Oh, let's just keep... No, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> we have a very special guest with us, Dr. Phil Gedeke. Yes. From Berman Chiropractic. Mm-hmm. Where are you located, Dr. Phil? I'm at 2851 Center Avenue in Reading, Pennsylvania. So that's a Reading address? Yes, it is. I always thought it was like somewhere not Reading. Center Avenue. So do we call you Dr. Phil? You can call me Dr. Phil, sure. Or just Phil. What do other people... Okay, how about Phil? I, uh, Dr. Phil. Yeah. I don't want to call you Dr. Okay. Phil. Yeah, I'm not I that mean, Dr. if that's Phil. Phoebe's... No. Yeah, no, yeah. I just don't... I think I have a... Hi, Phil. Phil. Hi, Phil. (laughs) Doctor. Doctor. Hi, Tracy. But your background, Dr. Phil, I'm going to call you Dr. Phil. (laughs) Okay. Your background, you're a chiropractor. That's correct. But you have a background, uh, your studies were in... Oh, very varied. Mm -hmm. Nutrition. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have a degree in chemistry. That's what it is. I have a degree in human anatomy. Mm -hmm. So, um, and here we are, I think, today. What are we going to talk about today, Phoebe? Oh, we're going to talk about... (laughs) Chemistry. Yes. Oh, boy. No. (laughs) I think we just lost everyone. (laughs) We're going to talk about cake. Can we talk about cake? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about cake. cake. Yes, I do. He does love cake because he made cake and he (laughs) ate the cake. All of the cake, right? You totally ate all of the cake. I did. It's so bad, but I have to tell the truth. I did. You did, but you exercise a lot, though, too. Yes. So when you eat cake and you exercise, do you feel this? Do you feel the same stiffness that Tracy and I do, or is this like foreign to you because you're 
you exercise for your health? Well, what's interesting is cake contains a lot of what we call white products, and white products mm -hmm. are usually inflammatory. Mm -hmm. So you have to counterbalance the white products that you consume with something that counterbalances it. For instance, exercise. Exercise counterbalances the inflammation that occurs from eating things that are pro-inflammatory foods. For real? Exercise? Yes. You're, you're not joking. I'm not joking. I, he doesn't look like he's joking. Yep. I'm not joking. So that's not Can the I answer I expected. Would you? <laughs> no, I, I just want to clarify. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh huh. <laughs> so when you say the white foods in a cake, for example, are the things that are inflammatory and cause achiness, right? And exercise. Exercise can combat that? some of that. Yes. For no. instance, the rule of thumb that I tell my patients is if it's white, it's probably inflammatory. For instance. A lot of white flour, sugar, bananas, dairy, bananas? rice, pasta, rice? all of these things are inflammatory foods. Some are worse than others. Bananas? Yes. Actually, bananas Why? produce mucus. They uh -huh. produce a, an inflammatory response in the body. But they also have a lot of good nutrients in yes. them as well. Mm -hmm. They're on the lower end of what could possibly be, be bad for you. Um, but um, on the top, everyone knows highly processed foods carbohydrates, starches, those are the things, trans fats, saturated fats, those are the things that you want to try to avoid. Anything that's processed that doesn't actually grow in nature that is made usually has an inflammatory component to it. Now a banana grows in nature, so it has a low inflammatory component. Mm -hmm. But a cracker, a piece of cake, um, a bowl of pasta, especially white pasta, mm -hmm has a higher inflammatory component to it. Does oatmeal? Oatmeal does not have a very high inflammatory component. Good, it's okay. Not processed or? Well, it's more in its natural form. Okay. 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 So, okay, questions. I have some. So, the white rice, inflammatory. Well, yeah. White rice would be inflammatory, Brown yes. Brown rice? Brown rice is not as inflammatory as white wild, rice. Wild, long green, whatever wild rice? <sighs> Sort of in the middle between brown rice and white rice. Okay. Um, white things like whole wheat flour? Whole wheat flour is slightly inflammatory, but not as inflammatory as processed white flour. It's bleached. Bleached. Potatoes. Potatoes are highly inflammatory, oh, which is... But I really like potatoes. Yeah, see, mm -hmm. what's sad about potatoes is that they it's taste sad. great, but... <laughs> A potato is sometimes the only vegetable that young people today know because right. they eat a lot of french fries. That's sad. And so um, potatoes possess what are called cytokines, which actually are pro-inflammatory messengers that help to promote inflammation in the body. And um, it spikes your insulin level, it raises your blood glucose levels, and it actually can lead to early diabetes. Mm -hmm. Potatoes. So, potatoes, yeah. Potatoes, tomatoes, eggplant, all peppers, these are considered nightshade vegetables. And people with psoriasis want to try to avoid these as much as they can because they produce inflammation and especially affect people with the problem known as psoriasis, which is a skin disorder. Wow. Okay. So, now that you've listed all of Everything that you love. <laughs> now that you've listed oh, all I have 
Go uh, ahead. No. Oh, no, I just had another question. Uh, go ahead, ask it. Because so the white, <laughs> I'm stuck on cake. Oh. <laughs> oh, my. So if you have cake share a piece of with cake? the whites and all of that, right? what if you put something like cocoa in there? Oh my gosh! It's not it white. Yeah, can you can you counteract the white? Okay. <laughs> the white parts of it with some really dark stuff like healthy. chocolate. Mm-hmm. Healthy. Actually, cacao or cocoa is actually not as inflammatory. Dark chocolate is not as inflammatory as milk chocolate, um, and it would counterbalance okay. some of the the effects of you eating your cake, but. The rule of thumb, once again, is enjoy some of these things, but everything in moderation. Mm -hmm. You don't want to consume, have your diet all day long, Mm -hmm. be composed of foods that are inflammatory. Okay. Is there a way you can, like, if you can, like, balance your plate? So if you're looking at your plate and you, so you have to eat the potato because you just, you made scalloped potatoes. Sure. um, That have the dairy in it, they have (laughs) potatoes. And um, some flour, too, yeah, I think, right? Well, yeah, and sure. And usually in scalloped potatoes, you'll have some onion. Onion mm-hmm. counterbalances the inflammatory effects mm-hmm. of does the it? potato. Oh. Yes, it does. Onion and garlic do. Um, hopefully, you'll have a salad with that scalloped mm-hmm. potato meal. Mm-hmm. And maybe you'll have a piece of uh, grass-fed beef or chicken instead of grain-fed. Grain-fed is more inflammatory. Mm-hmm. Grass-fed... Um, is more natural and is less inflammatory. Mm-hmm. So you have counterbalanced it with some anti-inflammatory mm-hmm. foods that uh, sort of nullify what it helps. the bad stuff that you've just done to yourself. Okay. Mm. So when we talk about like inflammation in the body, a lot of times, I don't know what you think, Tracy, but I think of like that pain or that stiffness in my joints. Mm-hmm. Does inflammation exhibit itself like in other ways that we should be more aware of and because some people would be like oh i don't have stiffness so i'm going to eat lots of cake and sure. i don't have a problem because sure. it's not manifested in inflammation like can be manifested let's say in your mouth your mucous membranes in your mouth can can swell or you can suddenly develop an irritable bowel after you after you eat something that your body doesn't completely agree with mm-hmm. um you can also have swelling in your eyes you can have a skin reaction you can have a breathing difficulty after eating certain foods. Some of the more common ones are certain people are highly allergic to certain types of shellfish. So that produces an antihistamine response or a histamine response, excuse me, in someone who eats that. And the histamines overpower, the mucous membranes become swollen, and it can create almost, it can even send you to an emergency room mm-hmm. when it's bad enough. Okay. So it's not just joint pain. It's not just joint pain. Joint pain is the more chronic of the inflammatory processes that occur. So if you have a diet that's very high in inflammatory foods, you will eventually start developing joint pain. And 80% of inflammation starts in the gut. Mm. What? Yeah. Everything's the gut these days. I I tell you what. So I, I wouldn't have, would not have expected that. No. Yeah. So the inflammation, I mean, it's happening because of what you're eating, but then it's starting in the gut. Eighty percent of inflammation begins in the gut. So if your gut is unhealthy, if you're mm-hmm. having stomach or intestinal issues, chances are very good that you are going to have some type of inflammation in your body. Mm-hmm. Does that um, also? You were talking about the shelf, like almost like allergy type of thing. Yep. If you're allergic to it, then it produces an inflammatory response. You should try to, obviously, for obvious reasons, try to avoid those foods. 
For instance, for me, it's cherries. I cannot eat cherries. Mm -hmm. I develop an inflammation that closes off my esophagus. Uh, it's difficult to breathe. I can't speak. So obviously, for that reason alone, I don't eat cherries. But in some people, it's a little more subtle. An hour after they eat, they develop a bad stomach issue. Um, and mm -hmm. it can lead, you know, you want to avoid those things as much as you can. Mm -hmm. Huh. So how does, how does the exercise how, well, how, how does the exercise 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 counterbalances those inflammatory messengers that you've got in your body by um, clearing them out it gets the blood flowing it um, produces anti-inflammatory messengers and um, it it counterbalances through the through the movement of the body the joints and also the vascularization of blood flowing through the through the muscles mm -hmm. it starts to cleanse the body it gets things moving it gets lymph moving and it actually moves all the toxins through and gets rid of them mm -hmm. as opposed to someone who has a more sedentary lifestyle this is good information i would have actually never thought that exercise <coughs> helped with inflammation <laughs> is that weird if i may no, say this, exercise actually actually produces a different kind of inflammation it breaks down muscle tissue that heals over the next 24 to 36 hours, but that's a whole different topic that we'll have to talk about wow. at another time. Okay. But it does combat these inflammatory responses. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hmm. That's good to know. Yeah. How about like um, when you sometimes when you what do you call it uh, when you get puffy and belly bloated, bloated. when you get bloated. <laughs> Pointing, <laughs> pointing. <laughs> yes, you know this. Yeah. Is that is that part of like an an inflammatory response? That is partially an inflammatory response. It could be from a number of different things. You know, for instance, a diverticulum. If a person has a diverticulum, which is an outpocketing of the intestine, and something were to become stuck in there, that would cause a bloated feeling. Mm -hmm. But usually, it's an inflammatory response. Um, something that you might find interesting is that. The new trend toward regarding fat in our bodies is that fat is necessary and fat has been classified as an organ. What? Just like your skin is classified as an organ. I didn't know. So fat serves a purpose, actually. I know. How is my mind? Your head just my went head crazy. Just exploded. We shouldn't lose exploded. it. <laughs> That's right. I'm super healthy. <laughs> or I have, have a really organs. active organs. Organ, yeah. <laughs> So, That's interesting so, to me. This is so, so interesting. So elaborate on that just a little bit. What it means is we all need a bit of fat in our bodies. Um, elite athletes have very low fat contents, um, but the average person needs a bit of fat to produce hormones in the body. Without the adequate amounts of fat, your body will suffer hormonally. Your the fat in your body is actually considered an endocrine organ. Endocrine mm. organs are those organs that form hormones. Your thyroid is an endocrine, or endocrine organ. Your ovaries are endocrine organs. Um, so fat is also considered an endocrine organ. So we do need some fat. You don't need an excess amount of fat, mm -hmm. but you do need some fat. I also, I, this could go on for hours. Yeah, we've just um, opened a big box. Oh, well, yeah, a because the stuff. thing about f so taking the fat thing into account, that like there's this big push for avocados and 
olive oil, mm -hmm. uh, but those other fats are in. I'm going to just say like the butter inflammatory. is inflammatory oh. as a fat. So is it well, kind of like the good fats are feeding your fat organ, and the bad fats are still doing bad for everything else anyway? One of the most interesting things I found in my studies was that when I was learning about margarine, there was a trend years ago where people were told to use margarine over butter. They did a study with a group of individuals where they fed them margarine, and then what they did was specific blood testing to see how long it took for the elements in margarine to clear completely from the bloodstream. And they determined that it took 45 days for the body to rid Ooh. itself of margarine. Wow. So it's hanging out that long. It's hanging out that long. Foods. As opposed to butter that clears within a few hours. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Wow. So, um, Seriously. Yeah. Could so, talk so about this forever. The more processed a food is, the more artificial it is, the more it does not occur in nature, the, the greater the possibility that it is an inflammatory food. Try to stick with foods that are as they occur in nature. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And exercise. And exercise. Okay. Yes. So that, there you go. I mean, the list was very, long, was very long. But if you're eating like real eggplant, like not fried maybe baked instead, and you're balancing it, what, with a lean protein? Yes, what? yes. Okay. Right. Then that's a good thing? Yeah, it's, it's not a bad thing. Okay. It's not a bad thing. Usually it's an 80-20 thing. If you can, if you can eat 80% anti-inflammatory food mm -hmm. and 20% inflammatory food, you'll balance, you'll counterbalance it, and you should be fine. But if you're someone who has a chronic inflammatory condition like arthritis, you really need to watch your intake of the obvious inflammatory foods. Try to avoid fast food. Try to avoid starches. I didn't say completely cut it out. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. said, please just try to limit mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and avoid it as okay. much as you can. Well, and, and it's encouraging to know that it's not all or nothing. And I, there's a counterbalance, like you're saying. If you're right. having that, have this other stuff that's better. Right. That'll count. So that's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you can have oh cake. Oh, my gosh. Yay. As long as you drink some that's the end some, of the story. some good water with end it. End of story. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the punchline, that you can eat your cake. You can sure. eat your cake. Mm -hmm. You can eat some cake. 80-20 rule. 80-20 yeah. rule. 80-20 rule. Eat your cake. Eat your cake. But make sure you exercise. And balance the foods with, uh, balance the inflammatory and anti-inflammatory. Sure. Everyone knows about the hot one was blueberries for the longest mm -hmm. time. High in antioxidants. Anti-inflammatory, really beneficial, um, but just remember the rule of thumb, good whole food as mm -hmm. it occurs in nature. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There you go. Because you We've guys heard are the, that before. You're the food girls, right? <laughs> or hungry for cake. <laughs> <laughs> or mac and cheese. But it's definite, oh, yeah. Total inflammation bomb right there. Yeah. There you Think go. Think about With that. With a glass of milk. Oh. Another oh. white food. Oh. <laughs> I don't drink milk, so that's okay. She drinks kombucha. Do you drink kombucha? I don't. I used to. I just don't. I don't like the flavor. Oh. You, you don't? Might, oh, I, I do. I like Tracy's. The next time you're on, maybe she'll bring you a bottle. All right. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't kill <laughs> the scoby. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to My talk more about scoby. that scoby. Oh, mm -hmm. it's so gross. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk to talk about that in another we episode because that's really sure. awful. It's not. It is awful. It's not awful. It is awful. <laughs> but we'll talk about it another time. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to. Anyway, so how can people find you? 
don't, don't give your home address or anything. Okay. But how can All people right. find well, you? Thank God you said that because I was just about <laughs> to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, if they'd like to talk with me or come to see me, they can see me at Berman Chiropractic at 2851 Center Avenue Hello. in Reading, uh, 610-929-1115. Okay, great. Excellent. Yeah. And, um, or through Phoebe yeah. and Tracy. So yes. for nutrition, like that... Like for nutrition some nutritional counseling. counseling. What's interesting is I don't sell vitamins. I recommend vitamins, but I don't really sell them mm-hmm. um, because I think uh, I'm going to be very frank with you. Years ago, um, I got the f- I got the feeling from people that when I would recommend a vitamin, they thought you're just telling me I need that vitamin because it's on your shelf and right, you need to get rid of yeah, it. Yeah. So I thought, all right, I'm going to cut back on selling vitamins and. Now when I recommend something, people run to get it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So You have the Dr. Oz effect. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean, right? Yeah. At the health food stores? Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. Oz yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, thank you for joining us. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Can I, can I go back out on the street now? I mean, you pulled me in right off the street. I know, right? <laughs> I was like, who's that guy? He looks like he knows about inflammation. I know. And eats cake. And eats cake. No, you couldn't <laughs> tell he eats cake. You can tell he exercises. No, he's very healthy. Very healthy. Anyway, thank you for joining us. Thank you. My <laughs> pleasure. Yes, thank you. It's nice to finally meet this mm-hmm. Dr. Phil. You're special. It guest. took long enough. Yeah, it's all good. I'm so yeah. happy. Wonderful. So thanks for tuning in, guys. And uh, leave us a little uh, podcast love and let us know what you think about this episode. We'd like to hear more of. And you can do that in iTunes at uh, the Two Weird Hungry Girls podcast. And you can find me at phoebespurefood.com for recipes, destination, and local healthy eating inspiration. Because actually that's what I do, healthy eating. Yeah, it is true, right? It's true, (laughs) yes. So thanks for tuning in, guys. Now let's dig uh, into that cake. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.